Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 143 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. The recording date is February 2nd, 2023. We're going to wish you guys a happy Groundhog Day, even though we've got six more weeks of winter coming up. And, Eddie, how are we doing today on this lovely, lovely Thursday afternoon? Well, um, doing a little better. I might have come down with a cold, but I'm not sure yet. I don't think so. I think I've fought it yeah. off. I willed it Thank out of you, me. Uh- yeah, I think you might have a peanut allergy since you got sick at the Nutter Center. Mm, uh, it was just uh, the hey, way they uh, do the uh, the line to get in is so stupid. I believe you. <laughs> for well, have, what they, it's worth, they have one entrance, and everybody has to wait outside in the cold for twenty minutes. Nice. I, just, I don't. Uh, that I don't know. that, that was, is great planning. That is great planning for a show that's happening on the 1st of February. Yeah, I don't... Uh... In, in, in Big Ten country, of all places, that is great planning. Well, leave it to Dayton. That would never happen in Columbus. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. So, we are here to uh, review... Hope, Hopefully I'm getting this name right. Eddie told me it was earlier, so I hope he's not lying. Saban's Power Rangers. Yep. Well, it's Hasbro's now, but we'll get into that. Oh, pardon. Yeah. Pardon me. Funny enough, I actually, you know, with this being a Japanese property, I added a new wrinkle to the uh, Champions in Wrestling, and I feel like that kind of makes it pretty obvious, but 2017, a bit of a golden age for that territory, so I figure it's time to include them in on stuff, you know? Sure. Especially since we're still... Since we're still doing the Impact Champion in 2017, like, yeah, you may as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's your bit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. How did you... What's your history with this movie in particular? Well, history with the movie is I saw it in theaters once, and that was it. Um, yeah, I... Kept waiting for a sequel and it never happened. But nope. No, this came out uh, maybe a couple years after the short YouTube movie that was like R-rated that people really liked. Oh yeah, that uh, was it. James Vanderbeek did the thing. Yeah, the beak, and um, yeah, people really liked that one, and uh, it. This is kind of like the in-between of that and the kids' stuff, so I guess. Yeah, we'll, uh, when we get into it, you know, just before we get into the plot, I'll get, give you one of my criticisms, but I did see this in theaters as well. I saw this with a good friend of mine named Derek. Shout out, Derek, friend of the show. All right, shout out. Shout out, man. Shout out. Oh, let's see here. What were you doing around March of 2017? Um, oh, uh, still house hunting. 
Still house okay. hunting. So nothing, nothing new. Were you house hunting on HGTV? Uh, I did apply, but they never got back to me. And they're like, sorry, you don't make enough. You're not looking at exotic enough properties. Sorry. That could be. That could be. But the, I know there's like the joke of people like, oh, I'm a whatever, and I'm a whatever, and our budget is $800 million. But I do remember watching an episode once where the guy said, um, what did he say? He's like, uh, my job is I get college graduates in touch with... Uh, with companies like so you basically do the job of LinkedIn and the wife was like and I'm a homemaker so zero dollar income and like and our budget is five hundred thousand dollars I'm like bull this is ridiculous <laughs> like this is no the di- like I get sir co- what do you like, sir I, what do you do I get, I'm a people person I get college students in touch with company like that's it? I can do that. It's called job hunting. Like, I, I, I don't know. And then, mm. and then again, not that homemaking isn't important, you know, especially when you have a half million dollar house, it needs a lot of cleaning, but like, it's also a zero dollar income. So how mm. do they afford this place? It's, it was mind boggling. I think they Inheritance. were, in, I think they were in like Portland, Maine. But, mm. Nice. A little quick personal update on my life. Took a test this week, and uh, we're going to see how we did. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yep. The SATs. Yeah, took the old SATs, shooting for a 69. Anyway, um, that pretty sure you get more. Very low. Yeah, pretty sure you get more than that when you write your name down. Um, anyway. <laughs> Oh, uh, March of 2017. What was I doing? Man, I don't know. Oh, this came out on March 24th, so this came out shortly after my dad's 60th birthday. Um, of course, may he rest in peace nowadays, but hit a milestone birthday that year, and he was a week away from retirement as well. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, here's one thing I wanted to mention about my history with this movie. Well, actually, no, no. Uh, forget that. We'll do it when we do the cast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the facts and figures. Budget. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Come on, buddy. Oh, Skipping yeah. steps here. Number one song by digital download on March 24, 2017 was still Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Still a bop. Champions in wrestling at the time. On the WWE side, you had Universal Champion Bill Goldberg... WWE Bray Wyatt, NXT champ Bobby Roode, Mm. ROH world champion Christopher Daniels, Impact world Mm. champion Bobby Lashley, and, of course, with this being a Japanese-influenced movie, we have the IWGP heavyweight champion, who at the time was, of course, the rainmaker Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, still is. Is he? Yeah. I don't watch New Japan, so... No, you yeah. should have. Yeah, I know he beat... Uh... Ooh, who was it he beat at Wrestle Kingdom? Was it Jay White? Yep. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Uh, okay, facts and figures? 
Yeah, budget hundred million, box office just one hundred forty-two point five million. So Ooh, that you, would explain why people didn't come out. Yeah, when you factor in the marketing, probably a loser. But um, we don't. So where was it at? Um, it did. Where is it on my list? Ah. Forty-two point five million, fifty point seven in today money. It is eighty-fifth on the list, right below Spawn, and right above RoboCop. Which, uh, mm. by the way, RoboCop though with inflation crushed this. <laughs> but, I would imagine. Yeah, and if you're wondering, Power Rangers from '95 was eightieth on the list. 80th, okay. so fifty-one point four million for that. Eighty-seven point eight. In today's money, so yeah, the old Power Rangers dunking on the new ones. Yeah, that's what you get when you got uh, JDF on the on the tap there. Oh, he was in this too. Was he? Yeah, cameo. I I do not remember that for whatever reason. Uh, I'll point it out. Do you see? Do you see his face at least? Of course. Okay. All right, fair enough. Um, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we got critics 51%, fans 65%. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I don't know where I line up right now, but, I mean, I have some criticisms. and Without getting, like, too into spoiler territory, because I know we're about to go into the character, or the, uh, the cast rather um this felt a lot like a of course a ya movie of the late tens that was trying to capture the magic of a john hughes film and it couldn't quite figure it out so to me man this is this is tricky um this is a movie that and you would only know this through hindsight the fact that they were doing a modern day retelling of the origin story of um, basically the original Power Rangers. It was, you know, the five high schoolers and they get, you know, I mean, they did it in like two minutes, whereas this movie spent half the movie on it. But, you know, they it's basically in the theme song, you know, five teenagers with attitude and then they gave them the power coins and they're, they're the Power Rangers. So... They did the modern-day retelling of that. They tried to make it, you know, each kid was a little troubled. I get it. And for whatever reason, it just didn't connect. So I don't know if that was the mistake or if... I mean, there's multiple versions of Power Rangers. Maybe they should have tried something completely different, like... I mentioned they sold it to Hasbro. Hasbro talking about rebooting it. They're mentioning time travel or space or something. It's like, okay, that would be... Yeah, that, that's fine, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what what you would do. I Like I said, I guess... I guess with the benefit of hindsight, probably shouldn't have gone the modern-day retelling. Maybe do something completely different maybe do it like 
the movie next week, like Guardians, where it's like there's these five aliens, or they're from people from other planets or whatever, but they look like humans, so it's okay, and then they meet, and then there's villains that they fight in space and other galaxies, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that would have worked. I don't know. But uh, audiences weren't into this for whatever reason, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, I, could, I, don't... I don't know. It felt like, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't connect a lot with the cast, I'll be honest with you, just in general. Um, it was, I mean, part of me also thinks that maybe the reviews might have hurt it because we're, we're entering into that territory, and I remember this specifically because Spider-Man, which comes out this year, was the first to advertise its Rotten Tomatoes score. So we're entering into that territory where it's like, it's not enough to just make a a movie. It actually has to be good now. So, I mean, let me just get a, a good example here. So one of the movies in the top, well, let's see. Oh, here's a good example. A movie in the top 20, top 15 really, 13th overall Suicide Squad made $571 million. But we know the reviews were not so great. I think if that had come out maybe a year or two later, it probably would have made less money. Because I think this is the era, 2017 is the Rotten Tomatoes era, I think. So, <laughs> it's the start of it at least. But I think mm. this is when you have to start actually making really good movies, and it's not enough to just throw out a movie and expect people to go see it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe Power Rangers could have been better if they had more. If they morphed earlier, that kind of annoyed me. They took too long to get mm. their powers. Too much of the talk about like getting to know each other. I don't know. It's an yeah. interesting one to dissect, I think. Yeah. I don't know. With, with that, we can talk about the cast. And let's be honest. I mean, you, you start with whoever you want to. Uh, I would say start with whoever it is you have the biggest problem with or had the biggest problem with. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks as Rita. <laughs> as Rita, yep. Yeah. Yep, that's definitely... Uh, I just thought it was a really weird casting. I mean, did you watch Scrubs when it was on? Yeah, a little bit. So you know her as Kim Briggs, then, I would mm -hmm. assume. Yep. So, yeah, like, why is JD's baby mama playing Rita? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I, I mean, I know Rita was kind of goofy in the original, but to me, this was... Uh, this is not how I would have done it, because if you're trying to do a modern-day retelling, you need a more iconic villain than... She reminded me of the Enchantress, but goofier. And that's not Ooh. good. Like, she kind of no. looked like the Enchantress. She kind of moved like the Enchantress. Yeah. But also goofier, which uh, wasn't good. Maybe they could have just started off with Lord Zed, and that would have been better. I don't know. Um, Who's the uh, the purple guy from the... Uh... Oh, Ivan Ooze. <laughs> Ivan Ooze, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Rita's plan about collecting all the gold to make Goldar, that was, I didn't... That wasn't... Goldar is not a giant golden monster. He's a gargoyle that wears gold armor. 
So I don't understand. I thought that came off as really... That was not a... That wasn't a good choice for me. That mm. wasn't... Uh, I didn't like that. Um, yeah, it's a go from you, dog. Yeah. That, uh... No. Like I said, I think Lord Zed might have might have been a better choice here. Or the Machine Empire, since they referenced the Zeo crystals. But Rita... Eh, I don't know. That that just didn't work for me. Maybe Rita's just not a good movie villain. Maybe Rita's just better for the show. I don't know. No, I think, yeah, if you're going to go with something that's a little bit more grounded, a little bit more serious, Rita Repulsa may not be the the one to start off with. No, I wouldn't. But, I don't know, what do I know? I'm not much of a, not much of a Power Rangers guy. Yeah, um, I'll tell you who I did like was uh, Bill Hader as Alpha 5. Oh, yeah. He was great, man. He had fun with it. Yeah. And from Power Rangers Monster way back in the day to now Zordon, Brian Cranston. Ooh. Trying to remember the monster he played. It was uh, was a snake with played a flute or something like that. Um. Or no, maybe, mm. nah, that doesn't sound right. Uh, it was a snake. No, it had a bow and arrow. That was it. And then it had an apple on its head. And then you shot would, the apple and the snake like died. I didn't know who Brian Cranston's agent is. Because it seems like post-Breaking Bad, like he has not taken many good movies. That was it. He played two villains in Power, the original. He did the voice for Twin Man and Snizzard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who was Twin Man? I don't remember him. Sni- I don't know. Snizzard was the snake that I just described. Twin Man. I guess Branston, by the way, had um, one episode appearance in the Stand miniseries from 2020 that was awful. Oh, there's Twin Man. He- he's kind of cool looking, I guess. He's like very diamondy. All right. I don't. I just go back to like I said. Like I don't know. Brian Cranston's Weird, agent. Uh, yeah, Brian Cranston's agent. Why? Why? Why does he cast him in these things? Like I'm looking at his post Breaking Bad uh, filmography, and nothing. Just like nothing stands out here. I'll tell you what. It would have been a lot cooler if he didn't get killed off in Godzilla like immediately. Okay, so yeah, it starts with Godzilla, and then it starts with the highly forgettable um, The Infiltrator, if you remember that movie. Nope. Okay. Why Him? Comedy with uh, freaking, what's his name? James Franco, your boy. Mm-hmm. Horse Power Rangers, The Upside with Kevin Hart. Had a cameo as himself in The, the, the Disaster Artist. Yeah, that was also with James Franco. Animated film called Isle of Dogs. And El Camino, he appeared as Walt, of course. That's too bad. He's a great actor. He is, man. Just, I don't know. Guess there's a reason he's a TV actor. Funny enough, in my research for this movie... I discovered Brian Cranston was not the only celebrity, I guess, to voice a character in a kid's show like this. 
Back in the day, there were several Power Rangers knockoffs. Some good, some bad. One that was particularly weird was Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Yep, that's the name of it. And their version of Zordon, Nimbar, which was a big blob, was voiced by Glenn Shaddix, who played Otho in Beetlejuice. One of my favorite characters in that movie. So, there you go. Well, let's get into the Rangers. We've got... uh, I'll get into the best one, which I think is... uh, You say Kimberly, we're hanging up. No, it's R.J. Seiler as Billy Cranston. Yes, dude. Yes. Yes, this got... He nailed it. This is perfect Billy. Billy. Absolutely. He was perfect Billy. He was funny. He was entertaining. He Mm -hmm. had the most character depth. And, uh... Yeah, he just had the most fun with the role, I guess. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Whereas, uh, we'll talk about the main actor where it felt like... I don't know. He's... What's the phrase I'm looking for here? He didn't seem to... He seemed kind of written. Well, we're not talking about him right now. I'll save my criticisms of uh, him when we get to him. But no, Billy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awesome. And how about Lundy Lynn as Zach Taylor? Ludy Lynn, sorry. Wasn't bad. Yeah, I would say that. He, well, he was fine. Uh, didn't give his character much other than he takes care of a sick mom and he's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Trini, I thought, or Trini, I thought was really good. Yeah, Becky G as Trini Kwan. the The intro to her was really lazily done. She just literally appears. Uh, didn't get that. But I did think that yeah. uh, she didn't have much to work with. But I did think she did well with what she had. So. And. Uh, of course, you I know who she... didn't do well with what they had? Old Naomi Scott, Princess Jasmine. It's Kimberly. Yeah, no, not good. Not good. Her and her and uh, gosh, what's his name? Red Ranger. They had negative chemistry. Well, they cut out a kissing scene that was in the movie. That was actually in the trailer. They kissed, but that was not in the movie. Why would they cut that out of the movie? I, well, you, I, maybe you just said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I also don't... I'm not a hater, but, like, come on. I also don't necessarily... I'm not going to go... It's. I mean, we're not approaching... We're not approaching... Um, uh, what was it? Catwoman, where it's like, ugh, she's so ugly. But, uh... <laughs> gross, Halle Berry. But... yeah. I don't necessarily believe, having gone through high school, a Naomi Scott does not become the unpopular girl. Exactly. I mean, come on now. That just... Um, doesn't add up. No, no it doesn't, and she has not done a whole lot of acting after uh, Aladdin. Most of this cast has not, man. She was in Charlie's Angels, which I remember bombed horrifically. 
and the director, I think, <laughs> attributed it to like sexism. It's like maybe people just don't want Charlie's Angels directed by <laughs> what Elizabeth Banks. Was it? Yep. Yeah. How did that do? I'm now now I'm curious. Now I have to look. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Budget forty eight to fifty five million. Okay. Box out of seventy three point three. Better than I thought. Still probably lost money with the marketing and all that, but Yeah. Yeah. Box off yeah. Bank stale stated that she was proud of the film's progress and it failed to attract moviegoers. Blah, blah, blah. I just don't know who's wanting a Charlie's Angels in 2017. Or 2019, rather. Like, it's, 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 a, dead, it's, it's, a, it's a dead brand. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one guy who has done some work since then. Um, not a lot, but some. Zachary Montgomery as Jason Scott. Yeah, and he's not a lead. <laughs> no, but, I mean, he was in Stranger Things, huge, huge yeah, I mean, show, yeah. and Elvis, an, an Oscar-nominated movie. Yeah, he had he had a big role for seasons two and three of Stranger Things, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was uh, the thirst trap. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But still, like, he didn't, like, and maybe he needs another shot, but, like, he felt too rigid here, you know? Yeah, I was a little, I mean, I get what they were going for, but it's it's very cliche, the high school athlete that's super popular that throws his whole career away. I don't know, it's a mm-hmm. little cliche. I mean, yeah. what's funny is, like, in the original, the original Rangers were very popular. <laughs> like, Jason yeah. was, they were all on the well, all the guys were on the football team, even Billy, which never made sense to me. But, mm-hmm. um, like, I mean, Billy tutored people and everybody liked him. Kimberly was the gymnast, the big star at the school. Jason did karate and was a star football player. And Zach taught dancing and uh, did karate and also played football. And then, uh, yeah, that was the original five. But, yeah, they were really popular. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Yeah. uh. That was strange. But I get it. They wanted to try to switch it up, make it darker, because that's... Everybody's got to be darker. That was the move in the late in the late teens, was make it dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. Also, here's a, here's a pet peeve. Wesley McInnes as Colt Wallace, the school bully. You're going to have a bully in the Power Rangers movie, and he's not going to be Bulker Skull. What are we doing? Oh my god! What are we doing? Didn't, oh my god! I didn't even think of bulk or skull. Like, why does he? It didn't even. That, that's the thing. It's like it didn't even matter. They. I don't even. They might have said his name. I don't remember it, but I'm just looking at it on Wikipedia. It says Colt Wallace. Like they couldn't have just dropped in a line like, you know, like oh I slapped you skull or whatever. Like come on. Yeah. How did we miss that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, shout out to Denman, a.k.a. Roy. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Overall, That's not, the a, cast. Not, not a bad cast. Not a bad cast. Um, not a bad 
cast, but it was just they were by and large they were just unimpressive. I liked the suits. I didn't like the Zords. I will say that. Okay. The well, okay. the the Zord was was good. The rest I couldn't really tell you what animal they were supposed to be if I didn't already know. Like Kimberly's looked like a pink jet, so that's. Eh. It looked way too yeah. Michael Bay Bay Transformery for me. That's not a compliment. <laughs> All right, so. We uh, we open on Earth in the Cenozoic era, the dinosaurs. So going yeah. back, and we see the Power Rangers were aliens, which have been. By the def- way, dinosaurs. I uh, just want to say uh, R.I.P. to some real ones. Oh yeah. yeah. They're all all the Rangers are dead except uh, Zoran's I mean, the Red Ranger. Oh shoot! Yeah, R.I.P. to those real ones as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Red Ranger. So yeah, I didn't. He, I didn't know when I would get to do the gimmick this week because it's like they kind of do it later with someone, but then they like immediately negate it. So it's like, ah, does it really count? You know? They do it with Goldar. Oh, what? yeah, but Goldar is not a real one. Oh, okay. Either way. So Red Ranger demorphs, it's Zordon, and suddenly the Green Ranger shows up, but it's uh, Rita. Not... I didn't like Rita as a Power Ranger because, according to Zordon, was... in the movie, the uh, Power Chris or what the hell were they? The um, uh, Power Coins. The Power Coins never make a mistake. Well, if they never make a yeah. mistake, then why would they have ever chosen Rita? Yeah. You'd think they would know if someone was capable of betraying them. Sounds like they did make a mistake. A big one. So Yes. Not a fan of that. Uh, so yeah, she shows up and uh, says, "With the Zeo crystal, they could have ruled the universe together." And Zoran calls Alpha to do the meteor strike. He hides the power coins. The meteor, which I guess is the one that killed the dinosaurs, hits the Earth, and then we don't see what happened to either of them. Mm. Sixty-five million years later, we are in Angel Grove which was always Southern California area when I grew up, but this looked more like dreary middle-of-nowhere Oregon. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, maybe like a Seattle suburb or something. Yeah, but like on a really dreary fall day, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's fine. I don't really care. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we meet Jason. After a failed prank, he is under house arrest and taken to Saturday. Oh, by the way, they, uh, they lift the uh, milking the bull joke from Kingpin. Yeah, I, I didn't pay attention to the... I was just like, oh, jeez, I forgot this dumb scene. Yeah. So they go to Saturday school or in-school detention, whatever you want to call it. But his dad, Roy, from the office uh, drops him off. We learn that Jason was the star QB, but because he got in trouble, the season's over. And then at Saturday school, we meet the rest of the Breakfast Club. It's Billy. He's the nerd. And Kimberly, the popular girl, or former popular girl. I don't know, but she cuts her hair off <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, which was an upgrade, I would so say. Kimberly, so Kimberly is Molly Ringwald. Trini is Ali Sheedy. Um, Zach would definitely be Judd Nelson. Billy is Anthony Michael Hall, and 
Jason is Emilio Estevez. I'll take it. Yep. Afterwards, Billy tells Jason he can get his ankle bracelet off if he hangs out with him. So Jason agrees, and he does disable the ankle bracelet. They go off to the mines, and Billy's like all obsessed with digging. He's like, me and my dad used to dig all the time. And then Jason just kind of ditches him. And then he sees Kimberly diving alone. So he, like, sees her diving, and then she doesn't come back up. And then he's like, oh, where are you? And then she's, you know, she appears again. And then Zach is also from a distance looking on at Kimberly. Of course. Yeah. Meanwhile, Billy blows a big hole in the mountain because he kept digging after Jason left. So... They all go check out the explosion, including Zach, and just randomly Trini shows up. <laughs> and they see what's in the hole. They see it's an alien ship with colored stones inside, and then they take them. Very similar to uh, Chronicle. Yes, yeah. Oh my god. And then they drive off from security. Much like in Logan, they try to cross in front of a train, but they get hit. Two uh two train train wrecks in a row. Hmm. Odd uh, inclusion of trains in the podcast lately. Well, we could recap uh, the boys and there's a train. Yeah, so many trains. It's weird. Mm-hmm. If a train pops up in Guardians next week, I'm calling shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. Well, so they get hit by the train and they're dead. Yes, R.I.P. to some real... Uh, Meanwhile, Jason's dad's a fisherman, and I I, I hate coincidences like this. Jason's dad pulls out the alien body, which we presume is Rita, of the water of his fishing boat. It's like, what are the odds? (laughs) Yeah. Like, this could be anyone. It didn't have to be Jason's dad. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah. But next morning, the kids all wake up, and they're home. They have no idea how they got there, and we're never told. (laughs) So, we then see the corpse of Rita wakes up, and, like, kills somebody, I think. And then they go back to the dig site, they run into Zack and Trini, they all discover they can jump over the canyon. They all have, like, they're like, oh, we have super strength, and we're faster, and we can jump higher, and... Yeah, this felt like, like, they were really going heavy for the, the YA audience here um because i was getting strong like maze runner hunger games vibes specifically in this scene yeah they never quite do anything with their human powers though it's like what was the point i don't know yeah anyway they jump over the canyon but they go down they find a pool they swim into it the pool like ends in this as a wall and they walk through it It's a secret entrance to the ship that they found. And we go inside. They meet Alpha. Alpha was fun. And he gathers them and fires up Zordon. Sees that he sealed his essence inside the matrix of the ship. And I kind of liked Zordon as, like, the wall. Even though it was, like, one of those things where you... Like, one of those pin things. Like, you put your hand on all the pins and then it makes an outline of it. Like, I kind of thought that was different. And then he could move his head around the wall, depending on who he was talking to. Yeah, no, that was that was a great inclusion. That yeah, was. I liked that. 
So he explains that they are Power Rangers and the coins have chosen them. And each planet has a piece of the Zeo crystal. And it's up to them to protect it. And they are then shown a vision of Rita and how the world Rita will create Goldar and he will rip the crystal from the world. The crystal is a very much a MacGuffin in this. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, uh, I, but I mean, I, I'll give credit. They were doing some world building, I guess. The Zeo crystal is a, a big thing in Power Rangers season four, I guess. Power Rangers Zeo. Yeah. They took on the Machine Empire. That's why the Machine Empire would have been a good first villain for them instead. I don't know. I thought they were cool, even though they got their asses beat all the time. But uh, Zoran also tells Jason, oh, you're the leader because you're the red one. And Rita was a ranger once, but she betrayed them. Yada yada. And they all leave. They're not really feeling this. Which, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you could leave when you hear something like this and be like, eh, psh, whatever. But at the same time, it all seems so arbitrary that, of course, Jason gets the red one and that makes him the leader. That's true. That is true. Like, I remember thinking that back in 2017 when I watched it the first time. I was like, man, that's really, like, some pretty good luck you got there, Jason. Yeah, the uh, the Red Ranger, I mean, I, apparently there's, like, a the first female Red Rangers happening. I don't know. I just remember randomly seeing that. So that's good. But Red Ranger also uh, kind of cursed lately. Really? Well, you know, unfortunately, Jason David Frank no longer with us. He was a Red Ranger in Zio. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't realize JDF was Red Ranger. Oh, yeah. He's multiple colors, but he was red. Well, I knew he was green and white, right? He was uh, green, white, red, black. Okay, gotcha. Um, the first Red Ranger, um, the original, uh, Austin St. John, he's under like investigation for COVID loan fraud. Not great. Huh. And then we had the Wild Force Red Ranger is in prison for murdering his roommate. <laughs> Oof. Not great. Yeah. Zordon would no. not approve of that. That was one of the rules. No. Never escalate unless the, the your enemy forces you to. But, yeah. Not that great. rule doesn't make it... Because if your enemy is forcing you to, aren't they by nature doing the escalating? Well, I think he means don't uh, provoke, I suppose. Which uh, That makes... I mean, I'm just arguing semantics here, so that's that's my problem. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, Red Ranger. It's a it's a bad, uh, you know, it's, it's almost as bad as putting a statue on the Rocky or putting a jersey on the Rocky statue. Oh yeah, they did do that, and that didn't work out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it didn't work out for the Giants either. So yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, Chiefs fans. Don't let it happen. Happened with Clubber Lang too. He threw something at it, didn't he? Or no, that was Rocky threw it at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rocky threw something at it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they all leave. They're not really feeling this. Uh, Jason sort of rallies the troops, says he's going to be here tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And then we see Zack's home life. He lives with his, in a rundown trailer, takes care of his sick mom. We see Trini. She's kind of the black sheep of the family. 
I guess. Uh, oh, she's a lesbian. Oh, is she? She's deeply closeted, but yeah, she is a lesbian. No, oh, all right. Well, like whatever you want. Uh, they make that clear later, so I'm, I'm not exactly spoiling anything. I just guess I didn't pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> they spell it out. When? At some point during one of the detention sessions. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. I do remember that. It's like boy problems. She doesn't say anything. It's like yeah, girl problems. Then she still didn't say anything, but it's like. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it's right. clear. That's right. Um, cut to Rita, who steals some old man's gold teeth. And the next day, Zoran mm-hmm. tells the rangers they need to morph to get their armor and connecting to the morphing grid. I wish they would have just done this right away, because this was... Take, like, morphing in the original was like... They didn't have to get to know each other or anything. It was weird. <laughs> and then we go through a bunch of training. We learn about the putties. I liked the putties. I thought they, was, they were just made from the earth, which it's like, okay, uh, that's fine. And um, they learn to fight. They learn to become friends. We get that weird scene where they're... Trini and Kimberly are fighting over food, which is, that was kind of cringy, with the fork. Um, Yeah. Then we meet the Zords, again. The the Tyrannosaurus looked fine, the rest, I couldn't tell what they were, if I didn't already know. So, Alpha says, you're not ready for this power yet, but then Zack takes the Zord out anyway, get a goofy scene with the nuns, Uh, didn't need that. And Zack brings the sword back, almost crashes it, and Jason and Zack fight. Oh, yeah, because the, the nuns were singing something. Yeah, some religious song, because it's, it's like, he's got the whole world. Maybe, I don't remember. No, oh, I, this little light of mine? I don't remember. God, it had something to do with a mountain. Oh, go tell it on the mountain. That was it. Yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jason and Zack fight, but Billy breaks up the fight, but he morphs in the process, but then he can't do it again. And then Zoran dismisses them and sends them home. And Jason comes back. It's funny because it's like, it, that's the most success you guys have had, and Zordon's like, no, it's not enough. Yeah, he's like, we'll do it again. And he's like, I can't. And he's like, go home. <laughs> okay. So Jason comes back and hears Zordon talking about how they need to morph so that Zordon can cross over and kind of give birth to himself again, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And then Jason's like, so this is what it was all about, you coming back to life? And then Jason storms out. Cut to Rita stealing gold from a jewelry store. Another cringy Rita scene. Yeah, she robbed the jewelry, jewelry store, told her to make him a grill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And later that night, the rangers decide to camp out. Like, well, maybe we can't morph because we don't know each other. So they all take turns telling stories about themselves and their secrets, except Kimberly, even though her secret wasn't even that bad. She was just yeah had a bad relationship with some dude and made up something about him. And then her mean girlfriends like made her feel bad. I guess it's like that really wasn't that bad, Kimberly. I could tell you some. Crazier high school stories, but so mm. next night Rita visits Trini in her house. That's weird, and then threatens her. 
Which, by the way, we see Trini later in the movie cleaning up, but, like, did she tell her parents how there's, like, a big hole in the wall now? <laughs> like, no one would believe her. No. Anyway. Later on, this is where Kim tells Jason her deep secret about her past and how she screwed over some guy. Uh, Trini then comes by and says, Rita threatened me and said to come to the old shipyard. So they all show up. Rita captures them right away. Rita knows yeah. Billy knows where the crystal is. And Billy had figured out that the crystal was under the Krispy Kreme. Get used to hearing that. Yep. This, oh my god. I never thought we were going to surpass the blatant plot product placement of Man of Steel, but here we are. Well, you know, I'll give this, I'll say this. If this were real, and if the Zeo Crystal millions of years ago was buried into the Earth, and then suddenly a Dunkin' Donut, or what was it, Krispy Kreme Donuts was built on top of it, I guess that's plausible. So I it didn't. But at I mean, the same time. it was forced. But at the same time, it's like I'll give him credit for being a little clever. It wasn't like Superman, where it's like Lois puts her camera up and it's like there's Nikon right in the frame for like a solid second, or <laughs> or it's like he works at the IHOP and then he goes to the IHOP. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. It wasn't that. I mean, yes, it was annoying. But at least it was, like, cleverly done. It was... I don't know, man. Like, Man of Steel definitely reached, like, Wayne's World level of product placement. But <laughs> this was not much better. Yeah, I mean, Krispy Kreme did have the Power Rangers donuts when this came out. So, I mean, they they, they paid for it. So I can't be that mad. That's where product placement comes from, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Rita then kills Billy. Yeah. <laughs> the, For like, what, five minutes? Yeah. And then they take Billy back to Zordon and ask if he can help. He's like, sorry, I can't. And Jason then takes responsibility. And the morphing grid opens. And Alpha's like, you can come back, Zordon. The morphing grid's open. Step through. But he doesn't. And Billy wakes up. <laughs> He says only one can come back, so he you he he sacrificed his chance, I guess, to make Billy come back to life. Very weird, but sure. So anyway, they decide it's finally time to morph, and they do it successfully this time. And at a construction site, Rita starts pulling the gold out of the ground. It's like, why didn't you just do that first? You'd get way more than. <laughs> robbing a guy's teeth. Yeah. Uh, and then she summons the putties. Rangers battle the putties, and Goldar is being created. And after beating the putties, they see Goldar is heading to Angel Grove. He's going to the Duncan. Sorry. Krispy Kreme. And uh, they hop in their Zords and follow him. Rita and Goldar find the Krispy Kreme. Jason does save his dad during all this, but eventually the Zords battle Goldar, and he defeats them. Goldar then pushes them all into this big hole and wins. But no, out of the hole emerges the Megazord. Uh, looked alright. Yeah. I prefer the original. I would have liked an upgraded version of that, but, you know, this was fine too. 
And then Rita combines with Goldar. And see, here's the thing that was annoying. Like, I would have accepted Goldar looking like what he looked like. But then when Rita combines with him, he just looks the same. Like, if when Rita combined with him, if he would have gotten the face and the voice and everything, I'd have been like, okay, I... Not what I would have done, but sure. That's not terrible. But, uh, no, he just looked the same. And, you know, for a, um... For a a franchise that was made popular by toys, <laughs> it's like, what kid is going to want this Goldar toy? It looks like a melted toy. So, yeah, I don't know. OG Goldars, that's the way to go. This was, yeah. Anyway, I'll take you at your word. Well, they beat Goldar with a German suplex, and then they pull out a huge sto- sword and stab and kill Goldar. Not a real one, though. Nope. But Rita's still alive and says, others will come for the crystal, and this won't be the last, and you won't last, and you know I'm right. It's like, well, you're wrong, because others didn't come. They were nope. going to. And then, what happens to her? What happens to her? Well, Jason says, we're going to take you to Zordon and let him judge you. <laughs> Why? Just kill her. <laughs> but yeah. Rita then jumps at them, and the Megazord just swats her into space, where I guess <laughs> she freezes to death? I don't know. Into space. Yeah. He slapped her. Just like he slapped not bulk. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Lots of onlookers cheer the Megazord, including Amy Jo Johnson and Jason, Jason David Frank. They're happy. Yeah. It's good to see them back together. The original power couple of the Power Rangers. And every character gets a nice little ending. They're all closer with their family. Trini's like, oh, why don't you, her brothers, want to be the Yellow Ranger? And they're like, yeah, the Yellow Ranger. Like, no, no one would do that. The Yellow Rangers. <laughs> it's like, well, how do you know it's a guy? And they're like, oh, we don't. <laughs> and then, yeah, they're fixing the big hole in the wall. And it's like, didn't anybody going to wonder how that happened? Anyway, yeah, they're all close with their families. Everybody's happy. Roll credits. But wait. In detention, teacher says, we have a new student. It's Tommy Oliver. They pan over to his desk. He's got like a, ja- a black jacket with like green trim. He's not yep. there. And then Billy's locker blows up, which was weird. I yeah. Would've, I would have probably just had the... I would have cut it after the teacher said Tommy Oliver, and then we don't see anything. Yeah. But that's just let's me. Say, okay, but it doesn't matter. It's all... It's yeah. All, uh... No, okay. Not a let's recast it, but let's say hypothetically, because... Typically, you get, what, about two to three years between, you know, movies coming out. So let's say, you know, 2019 comes around. Power Rangers 2 is coming out. Hypothetically, given the time period and everything, just off the top of the dome, who would you have cast as Tommy Oliver? Hmm. Let's see. So he's got to be similar to Jason, but also kind of um what's the word kind of uh well i'm going to assume 
that if there was a sequel, it would be Evil Green Ranger. Yeah. So, if we're going to do that... Uh, by the way, get rid of Rita. I would have just had her freeze into space, and I, that's literally what, what happens to her. Like, she just is frozen. Uh, I would have had... I, again, I would have just done Lord Zed. Lord Zed, instead of Rita, makes the Green Ranger. So, if we're going to go by... He's got to be similar to Jason, but also kind of... I mean, he's going to turn good at the end, but he's also got to be kind of evil for yeah. a large portion of the movie. But yeah, kind of like uh, Knuckles and Sonic. Yeah. Um, Two, yeah. Let me see here. I'm going to go with... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the person I uh, originally chose, um, I believe, his uh, switch teams. So I don't think. That oh. Work. Okay. Well, I was looking at the uh, thirteen reasons why cast because that was the one that popped into my mind first. Are you talking about the uh, Mexican kid? No, I was uh, Tommy Dorfman. That's mm. popped up initially, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's kind of got that look. He, he kind of look. He was he's 30 right now, so a couple years ago, he, it, you know, late 20s, he could have passed for you know maybe high school, maybe. Yeah. And um, I looked at him. I'm like, yeah, he kind of looks like he could play a bit of a dick. And then I clicked on his profile, and it's uh, it says Tommy Dorfman is an American actress. So. Huh. Okay, that, interesting. That's, that's that's not going to work. <laughs> not not saying you can't have a transgender Power Ranger, just saying Tommy Oliver's not one. Well, with that in mind, actually, you mentioned 13 Reasons Why, and that gave me a great idea. I, I just mentioned him, actually, not by name, but I would have gone with uh, Christian Navarro. Would have been roughly, so Dakry Montgomery is my age, he's 28 would have been 23 when this came out or yeah, who'd have been 23 in that or 22 or 24, whatever, when this hypothetical sequel would have come out. So I want to get someone roughly around that same age. Uh, yeah. Christian Navarro who played Tony Padilla in 13 reasons why. That's not bad. I'll go. And I'm yeah. only saying that cause that show was around when you said 2019 and it was people, I mean, though they were older, they were supposed to play high schoolers. So that's the only thing that popped yeah. in my mind since we just spun, just asked this question yeah. on the. If we, yeah, this was this was not planned. Obviously, this was off the dome. If we wanted yeah. to, you know, maybe Dakri makes a call to some of his uh, fellow cast members from Stranger Things. And work. Henry Zaga get... is uh, also could be a, a decent Tommy. Freaking what's his name? Not Jonathan Byers, but uh, Joe Joe Keery. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know I, Joe Curie's a fight as Rice, but, you know, still. Like, I, I, I immediately saw Tommy Dorfman's face, and I was like, perfect. And then it's like, oh. Mm. What was, um, yeah, known for playing Ryan Schraver in 13 Reasons Why? Who's Ryan? Why do I not re remember Ryan? You don't remember Ryan? Apparently not. Um, Ryan was he one of the tapes in the first season? 
Um, he was... He's the one that... Um, when... when uh, What's-her-face? Hannah made that poem, and then he published it. He's like, it's so good, trust me! And then uh, he published it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm just... Gotcha. His, his headshot on Google, I'm like, perfect. He looks kind of like a dick. and But also... Maybe he, maybe he's not. It's like, well, he's not even a he. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll stick with Christian Navarro. I think, yeah, because I mean, JDF may be white, but he's got a good, got a good base tan to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas, well, JDF's like Christian, part Native American too. Yeah, Christian Navarro is full on Mexican, so like, you know, you get some more multiculture in there as well. Yeah, I'll 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 go with uh, Henry Zago who played Brad in Thirteen Reasons, and uh, he's Brazilian. So again, mul- you know, not that all Brazilians know karate, but you know, there's a good chance he might. How do you spell Zaga? Z a g a. Okay. Henrique Zaga, gotcha. Oh, and he was in New Mutants, so he's already like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah, and he played Nick Andros in the, in the Stand twenty twenty slash twenty twenty one. But yeah, he seems like he could be a good. Uh, and he's a year younger than uh, Tom, Tom, Tommy the actor, yeah. not not the Green Ranger. But so yeah, with that in mind, let's let's rate this. And there's just there's a good movie in here somewhere. There there's a really good movie in here somewhere. This wasn't even like bad, but it's not memorable. Um, kind of messy. Like I said, it felt like they were going for that that John Hughes magic to an extent, but then at the same time trying to hit that you know that funny bone of you know um, Hunger Games and Maze Runner, and those two don't mix. Uh, I don't think this would have made the money that it did make if it was called anything besides Power Rangers. True. I'm giving this. I'm gonna be gracious. Gracious, pardon me. I'm gonna give him this five and a half out of ten. I definitely agree that there's a good movie in there. I don't. I don't know. I still don't know if this would have been. What's the word? I don't know if this would have been made more money if it was tweaked a bit. Well, kind of a lot tweaked. And like the the central idea was the same, but the plot was different. Maybe you get that Rotten Tomatoes score up a little bit and might have made more money. Or if it just should have been completely different. Um, I mean, like I said, you, you, you kind of pretty much, if you're Hasbro and you're making a Power Rangers movie, you have to go different. Like, you can't be like, nah, this idea is good, let's do it. I, I mean, you can't go back to this. So, I mean, I... Like I said, I, I would probably do a Guardians-esque, you know, like these five people meet randomly in space and, you know, Lord Zed's around and uh, all your all your favorites, Darkonda, Ecliptor, Zordon, Alpha's up there somewhere and, you know, they can all fight each other or whatever. That would have worked. Yeah. Um, but I will go... Oh, the other point, real quick. This... By the end of it, it felt like this was a good launching point, though. Like, it was it was a clunky ride. 
Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I'm like, okay, you could build a franchise on this, but it was too little, too late. Yeah, that, that's the definitely. Problem. It's one it's where you're like, man, there's some problems with this car, but at least I made it to point B, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, this again. I was like, okay, it. it this would be kind of like uh, we just did Logan. It's like, you know, the third one was the best, and the first one was the worst, mm-hmm. but like. This could have been like that. This could have been like it progressively gets better, but it just couldn't overcome the shortcomings of the box office of the first one. So I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. Puts our aggregate at six this week. Disappointing, but you know we got another Power Rangers movie uh, coming out this year on Netflix, so we're not done with them. We're not. Well, we are for now. <laughs> going back to the some, MCU. We are going back to the MCU. Folks, we mentioned it earlier. Next week, we will be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And you can watch that, of course, on Disney+. Plus. All mm-hmm. reliable. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're never going to have to do on Disney+. Plus? Do a home login every 31 days, lest you lose your account. If Netflix thinks I remember its password... They are full. They they are fooling themselves if they think they remember what my password is. I have not logged into Netflix in forever. Mm, gonna have to do the old forgot password thing. I guess it's so stupid. Yeah. Like. Yeah, just I make... just need to get. I I just need to get. I think you should leave and Cobra Kai on DVD and just be done with it. It's like Netflix. What if you just made better product what if you just made a better product exactly instead of just like that's why people are leaving you it's not because of password (laughs) sharing yeah yeah just better product i guess because you put out less because you put out less and less contact content every year and you raise your prices every year to boot yeah that's pretty much what it is i mean like one of the movies i watched last year on streaming was spiderhead and yeah. it had the the concept had me intrigued, and then when I watched it, I'm like, eh. What Netflix is gonna get from this is they will get people probably canceling their accounts because they're like, oh my god, I barely have enough time to watch anything anyway. Why would I bother? And then you know you might get those who know like, oh, the new season of this is coming out in this month, or be like, oh, Cobra Kai is coming out in September. I'll make sure I'm subbed in September, and then I'll cancel again. Yeah, I mean, right now Netflix has Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, and then coming back is a Squid Game. And that's like what's keeping it afloat, really. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I mean, would, I, I, I wish I could say Alice in Borderland, which is far superior than Squid Game, but it's just yeah. not as popular. I can't lie. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm definitely. For season three of I think you should leave. It's not for everyone, but you know that's whatever. Um, we're gonna get. But, out I mean, of those here. are like the big three shows. Those are the appointment TV shows that people do watch. But just it's like yeah, Cobra Kai's ending. You know, uh, yeah, we've gone over a year in between seasons of uh, Squid Game, so maybe people aren't gonna be as interested. I don't know, but hopefully the uh, the Power Rangers thing helps. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to get out of here, and uh, I'm actually going to quote Alpha 5. This quote was pretty charming. Um, Also, 
a little bit suspect and borderline offensive, maybe. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> anyway, different colors, different kids, different color kids. 